everybody welcome back to six pod jacob simon it's a sad sad day it's a regular occurrence a toronto sports team disappointing but i think this was done in a more painful fashion my emotional connection to this team definitely wasn't as potent as yours was jacob how are you doing these past like 27 hours 26 and a half how you doing yeah i'm disappointed for sure and and if you'll you'll listen back to the last podcast i did i did predict this coming i'd like to point that out so i do have a a small victory in this big loss but it's just i don't know it sucks to see a team you really like believe in and and are excited by and that you feel like deserved it not get in right and i'm sure i'm sure you know what that feels like and at the end of the day um they were unable to put themselves in that position going into game 162 where it was all in their hands um that new york series right before this final baltimore series really did end up kicking them Namely, that one inning in Robbie Ray's final start, maybe as a Blue Jay. Definitely, uh, yeah, it's difficult, right? Because especially after they came home, I found myself believing in this team, right? Um, when they went, when they got really hot, uh, when they were on that just ridiculous win streak, uh, it was exciting. Uh, they were super likable. This iteration of the Blue Jays team um, was just fun, right? Uh, talented, deep, uh, and it's tough. It's tough, and it kind of sucks yeah. that there's no more games. Yeah right yeah it's just like it, you're you're right in it like it's every day for six months almost and and then suddenly it's no more so it's a, it's a hard cough especially when you're like that invested in it near the end and and like at the end of the day like the last game Toronto fans were watching where it wasn't even a Blue Jays game everyone was watching the Boston game the New York game which were just infuriating just infuriating especially the nature in which the Yankees won on that stupid, slow, rolling ground ball to second base. <sighs> I'm just, personally man. more upset of, of like about the Nationals. Like, how are you yeah, blowing you, a five nothing lead? I don't expect much out of the Nationals, though. I did expect Tampa Bay to put up one run against the Yankees, one run. Well, and especially with the like the game before too right 
well, it goes to show what happens when you rely on other teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't be putting yourself in that situation, and ultimately, no, they just weren't. No. They they made it awesome. They made it just a fantastic way to end the season. There's not much more you can ask for as a fan, other than you know the playoffs. But you can't ask for more than meaningful baseball on the last game of the season. So that was at least really exciting. And they just the Jays showed out that last game, like with an offensive bombardment. Um, but Jacob yeah, Simon, I think, what's that? I I wouldn't be a good co-host if I didn't help you through this this healing process and so i'd like to take a trip down memory lane for this past season if that's all right with you of course and we'll spend a little bit of time like on the blue jays and the blue jays season and kind of what the future looks like for the jays from our opinions but I want you to tell me your three takeaways from this season. Well, I'll do three. You do three. Three plus three, six. Six pod. It six works pod. out. Yeah. Um, Just throw it up. Positive, negative, uh, insightful context it doesn't really matter what your three takeaways are um i just want to kind of know what you've learned from this season yeah do you want me to go first i have three yeah you go you go first okay so the first one that i think is important to highlight it's gonna sound like super cliche but like there's no place like home um what i mean by that is you've mentioned it a couple of times both on the podcast and during our tax conversations is that if this is there are 162 games with the blue jays playing in toronto with their facility and operation base being at rogers center that this is a different outcome of the season. I I think that and I agree. I I completely agree with you. I think that maybe this is rich or generous, but I I think we're going for the division if we're playing from home for the entire uh for from 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 the like for the entire season. So that's my first takeaway. Yep, that's uh that's I don't I think, think it's being talked one. about enough about just how tough this team is. I think it, it is from just like a like a low. I don't think so. Um, you don't so think we're so? going to talk about. It. Okay. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on on that first takeaway from 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 me here? Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely one of the, one of the biggest takeaways. Um, I'll I'll come up with like I don't I want to overlap any of ours just so we get more of a, a range of topics to talk about. But uh, that would be one I definitely thought of uh, right when you asked that question. I think I actually think a lot of fans are in the same boat at this point. It's not like you're looking for excuses, but uh, it's always nice to feel that we could have done better another way. So I don't I don't want to give this all the credit, but I definitely think I definitely think it is a factor. I, I, yeah. Like I, there were games 
um, both in Buffalo and in Dunedin, where mm-hmm. they were being booed, <laughs> right? Like, oh, that, were... yeah, because yeah, New York series and uh, I think the Tampa series when yeah. they were in Dunedin, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's tough. That's tough. Like, and in Dunedin, right? Playing in like what? A, what? What? Is that a single A facility? How is that? A, so. Would you? Inc- I would say so, right? Like, it's not a major league grade. And so, you know, then they moved to Buffalo. Um, still, right, not really feeling like home. And then they come to Toronto and were really, really strong. So I think that's uh, my first takeaway here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, my... that's fair, for sure. Do you want me to go all three? Yeah. Or do you want to like... Yeah, lay them on me. Okay. My second takeaway is that I never want to hear, well, Simon, it's too early to to be upset about a loss. Because there were times in June, late June, early July... Where we'd we'd blow a game late due to bullpen shenanigans, tomfoolery, and we'd lose it. And I'd see from the general manager, or from yeah, from the skipper himself, from the manager himself. Well, you know, it, it's early in, it's early on in the season. We're still learning. We're still getting our bearings. You know, it's we'll just get the next one. It's it's a long season, etc., etc., etc. Well, look what happened, right? We're coming down to game one sixty two. We don't have the fate of our season in our own hands. I can't help but think how. How different of a position we would be in, even just with respect to the wild card, if we took care of business when we could have early on in the mm-hmm. season. And now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that this is all Montoyo's fault, and Montoyo will definitely be a conversation for of this podcast. I'm not saying maybe maybe the GM should have addressed it a little bit earlier, right? But that's the second takeaway is that even though it's a 162 game season, even though there's a ton of games, simply neglecting the impact of them is dangerous. And mm-hmm. you're playing with fire, and we got burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, on one hand, Simon, I do think the whole bullpen thing stems from the very beginning of the year when we put five and a half million dollars into Kirby Yates who failed three physicals and then we realized he needed Tommy John surgery after signing him so I feel as though there was a lot of faith put into that signing that ended up being for absolutely nothing and and then you have guys that you expected to be great supporting roles you know like Chatwood like Delise that just absolutely had no idea what they were doing out there, Simon. And 
And then you have a guy like David Phelps go down. You have a guy like Julian Merriweather go down too, who at the time were both pitching very, very well. And it's it's a lot to ask because I know Merriweather did come back, but it's a lot to ask for, for a young guy like that to return to the best form he's ever been in right after an injury, right? So I think there's lots to consider for the bullpen too. And I agree with you though that the games they cost us are are fresh in my in my mind right now. They there are literally specific pitches I can remember that are haunting me now because of this one game. My third takeaway. is that Robbie Ray is winning the AL Cy Young. And I wanted to get this on record so that when he does win it, there's proof. Because you don't think he is going to win it. No, I don't think he is. I want him to. I would love okay. nothing more than him. But I just have this feeling Garrett Cole is gonna win it. I and again, Garrett Cole is my least favorite athlete in maybe the history of sports. Can I have some background to this? Like, why don't you like him? He just—he's not. I've read a lot about him, and I've seen you know a lot of videos about him. First of all, when it comes to being a person, I don't think he's a very nice person. I don't think he's a very good person. You'll see, you know, instances of him just mouthing off to other players. You'll see, you'll hear stories of, of you know, Garakol ignoring fans, ignoring people. And it's just, I don't know. He's always kind of rubbed me that way. And when I read things like that, I'm not surprised. And then when it comes to his pitching, first of all, it's clear spider tack played a big part in his success it's clear the yeah. stats per, per, yeah. like the stats yeah. back that yeah. and on top of that there were times where he's being compared and this was when it gets a little this gets a little biased but there are times when he gets compared to jacob de and that's oh, and that to me is just like is. it's okay. not even it's not i close. understand and I think, now and why didn't you just most, start with listen, that listen 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 no listen, I, you, listen, you know why i didn't that. start with that listen i just believe for so many reasons that that's the worst take you can have. And so that also rubs me the wrong way. Also, uh, he was on the Astros when they cheated. No, you. It's because of. Dergo. No, I gave three very plausible reasons, not just one. Okay. I feel like the last one's probably the most, the, the strongest result. But yeah, that's my three takeaways. Jacob, what are yours those are good ones simon those are good ones um i know you said we'll talk about montoya later so i'll i'll leave him off my list for now uh but one of my takeaways is that and you're gonna this is a hot take and this is a hot take so um i'm ready simon i'm ready my hot take is that marcus simeon must be offered all the money oh um that that guy had a special special season and I cannot, I cannot, I cannot deal with the thought of him just walking away. If he want, like, if he decides to go home, and that's like the main driving reason, okay, there's not much you can do there. 
But if money's the issue and the billionaires over at Rogers say, mm, we're not going to spend that much money. I'm going to I'm going to be a little bit upset. Simon. We have billionaire owners. I know you know this. But there's no excuse not to offer this guy all of the money. So I think that's I think that's got to be like priority number one. Thoughts? It would be tough to see him leave because of how well he fit with this team, right? Um, I don't know. If, have you watched the office clean-out interviews and pressers last night or no? I have Perfect. not. Fantastic. I can enlighten you. Okay. Um, You're a big so press first, guy. I, I, you always know when the pressers are. Jacob, I'm connected, okay? I don't know what you're to tell right. you. You're right. No, you're right. So, first, I said that he's well-liked in the team, right? Um, both Vlad and Bo kind of like, kind of got emotional, actually, like talking about him last night, uh, just about just how big of an impact he's had and how professional he is and how good of a person he is. And he's it's fantastic, right? He's had a, he has had a, He's durable, right? He played the he played every game. Um, he's very good looking. I don't I that I know that doesn't go into anything, but he is. Um, fantastic person, fantastic player, carries himself, just the like ultimate pro, right? <laughs> but with such an such with such a fantastic season, um, he's gonna get paid a lot of money, right? A ton of money. Uh, I don't care, Rogers. If you are, if you're watching this, uh, the Rogers family times my phone bill by five. I don't care. I don't care if that's what's gonna help me keep Simeon on this team. Then I'm about it. Some quotes from yesterday from the man himself. This was about free agency. He goes, we had the best offense in the major leagues and the best pitching in the game. How could you not want to be a part of that? He also said, at a later point, if I'm here for more years to come, which was interesting, he then also said, of course, said he would love to return to Toronto but doesn't know yet. We'll have to see. Yep. Springer said very clearly that yeah. he wants him back. Who wouldn't? I don't know who wouldn't. He's literally the best second baseman in the league right now. I don't understand like why you wouldn't offer him all that money after a season like that and the chemistry he has and the leadership he's brought. Come on. I just I, there's no reason. There's absolutely no reason, no justification. Are you um, still on the sign Simeon over Ray vibe? Is that still your position? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yep. And don't get me wrong. Love Robbie Ray. Want him to come back. Um, Marcus Simeon's priority. What do you think the likelihood of, of it, though, is? I think it's more likely Ray comes back. But I think it's possible we have... I think it's possible... 
either one of them comes. But I think it's more likely that one is Ray. Okay. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, take number two. Or take away. Sorry, number two. Ooh, I like that. Take yeah. away. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put mm-hmm. that in like the episode description. That's a good... That's cool. Nice. Um, is that... I believe when fully healthy, this this year the Jays lineup was the best in the league. I'm not sure if there are numbers to back that up, but I am so confident that if we took this lineup into a playoff series, I don't think we'd lose. I think, Simon, if we got into the playoffs, our offense would have been running through teams. I think we had the best offense in the league this year. Again, I don't have the numbers to back it up. So if anyone's listening to this and they know like specifically team numbers better than I do, maybe there is. But I just I had the utmost confidence in this team's offense, and there were times where it frustrated me. But just to have, especially those top five, the odds are that at least one of those guys out of those five studs, all stars, was going to do something that day was high. At least one. And I love that in the lineup. And that was really exciting. It was really exciting to see this lineup. I had a lot of fun watching them. I'm sure you did too. They seem like they all get along. They love each other. Like It just seems like a great vibe. And I was super impressed with the offense this year. So you think, by insane, this is just a lot to have a lot to unpack here. Is that a bad takeaway? I don't think so. Okay, it's just so difficult to provide like an assessment of that takeaway, just because it's so difficult to think. Yeah, in that was the heat of the, the moment abyss. one. It was one I was, I was, I felt you felt like you needed in, to say that, and I just, I thought they needed to feel appreciated because at the end of the day, like we said, the bullpen was a big reason we lost a lot of games. Oh, it was absolutely Which meant our offense kept us in a lot of games. Um, and as the starting pitching got better, we got better as a team, right? So, yeah, just on goes that to show note, you that the offense was there. Yeah. This was really the first team or first version of this team since 2015 that I followed, like, pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Um albeit due to this podcast so that I, I know what I'm talking about. Um, just maybe because this team just is so damn likable, but this really was like, since, you know, the, the days of Donaldson, Bautista, Encarnacion, um, Encarnacion. Yeah. That name. It really was the first version of this team that I like actually cared about, which was fun because they were just so likable. Yeah, yeah um, and I would even go as far to say is there's a debate that this lineup, offensively, this lineup was better than the 2015 lineup. Yeah, I think there's a debate to be had there, and I don't think there's a wrong answer there. No, I agree. Okay, third takeaway. Third takeaway for me is that I think 
the future and this is so general and pretty cliche but i think the future really is nothing but bright for this team just head to toe we got springer for another five years um we got oh i was looking at this tweet today that showed me everyone who's under control i think i showed you as well you sent it to me yeah and it just fired me up to see that people like Vladdy and Bo were under control. It's like 2025, 2026. There's people like Hernandez and Gurriel who are under contract from 2023, 2024, which means we have two solid seasons still with this really core, prime, like young team core. That uh, wasn't the best um, description of what I was trying to say. Simon, I'm sorry. It's okay. I get what you mean. You get what I mean. Okay. Yeah. And okay. all of the six potters will know yeah. too. They they know yeah. when I'm know. when I'm off the rails at this point. So yeah. I don't think Jim, anyone I appreciate, can argue with that either. I appreciate your takeaways. I think they're uh and I yeah, the the future is like so bright and I think that's like so exciting. And like the reason why I think there was red tape around like the 2015 2016 run is because it had like the last dance type of vibe, right? Like if this mm-hmm. if we're not winning this this year, yep. this seems getting up. blown up and it did, right? Versus this time around, we've got the best hitter in the MLB and he's like 22. Um oh, 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 there's a there's a look there. You disagree with that statement? No, I do. I think he's a top three, but I don't think he's number one. Who's Juan number Soto one? Is the best. Juan Soto is the best hitter on the planet. To be fair. Okay. Yeah, I think I don't have after the numbers. That, I don't have the dude, numbers. Juan Soto, Juan Soto. I promise you, if you look at, especially if you isolate his numbers for the second half of the year, because he was he had some issues in the first test, but the second half of the year, his numbers are like video game. They're video game numbers, man. I promise you. Plays for the Nationals, they will, right? They will blow you away. Yeah, and so they're yeah, building fantastic him last three games, didn't he? Fantastic. He did. He did. Ha- he was the last person to strike out, but it's beyond fantastic. that, at he, bat, he had such a great end to the season. It was real fantastic. Um, so we have the best hitter on the planet at twenty-two. Okay. We've got last three half. Pardon me. Last three half. <laughs> we've got a fantastic shortstop who i can get behind that just absolutely drips swagger yep. dripping in swagger mm-hmm. and just like fun vibes around this team like they they you know it's it's fun and that's Those my opinion that's quantifiable <laughs> two things that i i want to kind of go off here who is and i don't don't be like boring with this answer and i you're probably going to be anyways no no that's I'll, okay I'll, I'll make it interesting. that's okay i'll make it interesting here that's okay i want you to give me your mvp and like again that's why i say like don't be boring like don't think like typical like oh yeah vladdy no no obviously vladdy's but like who was like your standout player no matter their position that you i wouldn't have even said vladdy even if you wouldn't have said vladdy no why he's not your mvp 
Listen, listen, listen. He's not like the only one I go to. Okay. You got him. Okay. Listen, here. listen, listen. I'm he listening. Did have, yes. The numbers. Yes. Did, he did have the best season of anyone on the team. I'm not doubting that. But Simon, I'll go back to this Marcus Simeon take. Marcus Simeon, like you said, played every game this year. Great defense. And set the major league record for home runs by a second baseman. I don't think you can just say it's Vladdy and not even consider Semyon. I don't think you can do that. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so your your guy is It's I think you can go Simeon or like, Vladdy. Like to be to be boring, I'll go Simeon or Vladdy. Yeah. But my personal favorite player to watch was Teoscar Hernandez. He's he's probably my favorite hitter on this team. Why? I just think he is so underrated, especially with the potency of the lineup this year. And he's in fifth. People often just forget about how productive he is. He had more RBIs than Vlad this year. He hit he hit for like the same average as Bo, which was near 300. He hit the... Yeah, he hit the third most home runs on the team behind two guys with 44-plus home runs. On a team that set a franchise record, he had the third most home runs on this team and the most RBIs. For near 300, slugged above 850, I believe, or OPS above 850, I believe. Like... There's not much more you can ask for from a guy. He made his first all-star game, and I think he's only getting better. So I think that he's he's a guy that we don't do this well without, for sure. He definitely had, like, a quiet season in terms of, like, media attention. Like, mm-hmm. I, he had an mm-hmm. unreal year. Mm-hmm. But with having the best hitter in the world on your team, it's a little bit quiet, right? It can be – you can get shadowed from that. Um, my uh, MVP. Thanks for asking. Yeah, is, who's your MVP? Uh, Alec Manoa. That, okay. No, listen. Listen. Okay, yeah. Listen. So you were about to, you were about to I wasn't going to say anything. me, and you're like, wow. Say anything. No, 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 no. You were about to give it to me there. So here's my reason. And I'll die on this hill. If he started the year in the big leagues, rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right there. But I don't know if he's the most important player to our success this year. No, he's a Did stud. Did he play a great part in it? Yeah, he's a stud. I love him. I think he's he's my personal MVP. I think he's going to be okay. just yeah. a fantastic pitcher for this club. If we can get him and Pearson to be on that uphill in the next year or two, man, man, just imagine that that rotation, Simon. When we extend Ray, we got Ray Pearson, Manoa, and trade Ryu, Barrios. Sure, sure, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that if you want, but his last outing he did shove. So there you can't you can't say that he folded when he when he needed to. He came around and he pitched well. Sure it was against Baltimore. But he came in and did his job for that last game of the year. What about the other name? You know what? No, we're not That's gonna, it. That's it. That's it. Gonna, That's it. That's all. We're not gonna go down that hill. We're not gonna go down that road that <sighs> Okay. Regardless, Simon. 
Um, I think we should do a quick MLB playoff review, if you don't mind, um, if I just run you through this now. Please. Unless there's more J stuff you wanted to get to. I wanted to talk about Montoyo's Yeah, let's do that. Future. Let me let me let me tell you what I want to happen and let me tell you what I think is going to happen. Because I think those are two different things. If you were I think you agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um I think Montoya should be kicked to the curb faster than anyone has ever been come end of a season. I just think he's a nice guy, but there's just no room for him on a winning team. Period. He, we know on this pod, we're we're fairly anti Montoya, but he just, uh, he just frustrates me to no end. And I would love nothing more for him to leave, but I have a feeling they're going to extend him at some point soon. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Simon, thoughts? Um, he'll be back next year, definitely, definitely. And you gotta, you gotta, like, is there some version of Charlie Montoyo that is a successful, dare I say it, World Series champion manager in there? Is there no, some no, version? No. Jacob, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about how much success he has had. Because the success he has is nothing in part to him, Simon. Success he has is having a team that can just mash. That's what his success comes from. So you think this team is better with someone else behind the reins? Yeah, hundred and ten percent. I'm not so certain. I'm not so certain about that statement. This is betrayal. I'm not saying that he should get manager of the year votes. And maybe he actually does. But, Jacob, you have to think. What? You have to think. 92 win season. Not in part to him. Three different homes. So he can't manage a bullpen better than me. So what? That's a prerequisite for the job, Simon. And it's a pretty big one. The boys clearly like him. He, it's not hard to like. You know, else. there was a moment. Um, he cares, and I like that. I do. He recognizes moments. He recognizes like like players. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm I'm not like he isn't good at some very important parts of this job 
But then maybe the front office looks at that and goes, sounds good. My skipper can't manage a B-level bullpen. We need to go in and just give him an arsenal of tools. Because, no, like, I'm not, like, pro Montoya. He's my favorite manager ever. I just don't, I don't know, know what you're trying teams... to say, though. I don't but, know what you're trying to say. No. Are you saying that his attitude is like the biggest? Infectious. Asset in the world I think he's a team? super. I think he fits this team really well. I think he does. But there's so much more that a manager needs to have than a good attitude, Simon. There's so much more. So, you think he's better than he? You think this team's better without him? I think this team is better with him right now. I think he. I don't know, Jacob. I've had an I've had Where an is epiphany. this coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I ha- I I I I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany, and I really do think that the boys want to win for him. Years the, this year for the, the when the Leafs the, start playing. The boys want to win for him, and I so I don't know if he wants to win for him, man. You like you? It's just another game, or. You know, well, I'd like to focus on the fact that we won three games ago. No one's talking about that right now. Yeah, because it was free three games ago. Like, this guy's always, I hate, I hate, I hate his interviews. They drive me the most crazy. Yeah, if I was, if I was someone up in management with Blue Jays, I would definitely take away his interviewing privileges or put him in like media training. You don't get because to agree with me now. You don't get to do that anymore. Talk, he can't interview well. He's, and I don't and I don't like he can't interview well. It's really bad. Someone needs to stop letting him talk. But 92 wins. I, I don't know if he's as bad as I think we have or I, I have made him out to be in the past. And I've been pretty anti so what is this what is this aggressive, now? i don't know jacob i just think he's not as bad as i thought he was i don't think you're seeing how i don't think you're seeing the layers or the levels to this that's what i, I think th- there are there are multiple levels there's layers there's levels and you're not seeing them there's you're multiple seeing there's them. levels and layers you're not seeing them. yeah no there's both they're within each other uh, they're within okay yeah we'll see jacob mlb preview mlb playoff preview what's up what's going on talk to me who do you think is moving on give me the details absolutely simon so um as we know the red sox and yankees will be playing a wild card game tomorrow night the winner of this wild card game goes on to play the tampa bay race because they have the best division in the al the other playoff series in the al is going to be the chicago white sox and the houston astros and if you'll remember Chicago White Sox were my pick to come out of the AL. Just thought I'd remind you. Simon, predictions. Give me a wild card and then both ALDS series. ALDS is... Yeah, yeah, the plural of (laughs) ALDSs. I think... I think Yankees are coming out of the wild card and i think tampa is taking that series let's let's do you want should we say in in as many games or are we just gonna say winner i think i think i think the games i think rays in in five six 
You think it, no, divisional is best of five. Oh, is it a best of five? My apologies then. No, it's, no, no, it's okay. I'm lying. Should have clarified. Uh, so it's best of five. So then, no, it'll go like raise in four. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'd agree. You would agree with that um, that statement in its entirety? Yeah, I think I think the Rays uh, look at us agreeing. I want I want the Red Sox to win, but I have a feeling the Yankees are gonna pull some stupid stuff out of their butts and just take that game somehow. I also think that the um, league is rigged for the Yankees, but we'll get into that in another in another episode. What's the other right. series? Chicago White Sox and the Houston Astros. Are there garbage cans involved here? I don't. I believe that... not anymore. Could be wrong. Do you think he was wearing a wire? We never even we've never talked about that. No, we didn't because it's just a rabbit hole. But uh, just um... really quickly, how like was he wearing a wire in that one clip when he's holding his shirt down and all? Yeah, you know, yeah. Do you have a buzzer? Is that a thing? Can is that even a thing? It's just so suspicious. It's just so suspicious that it's hard to say. It's hard to give him the benefit okay. of the doubt. That would have been a fun episode. Like, yeah, like May. That was before most. The, the bulk of it was way before we, we were. Yeah, it happened like January, February um, of 2020, when it yeah. like really came out. Yeah. Okay, um, who's gonna take that series? I think the White Sox. I like Tony Larusso as a manager. You would, because he's like Mike Babcock. Um, but yeah, I would say the White Sox for me. And uh, like I said they're my pick to come out of the AL. Games? So five. I could see it going think, five, but I, I see the so White too. Sox coming out. Yeah. Um, it would be sad to see a Yankees Astros ALCS. Oh my gosh! Because I don't know who to cheer for in that situation. Honestly, Simon, I'm probably going for the Yankees, and I hate the Yankees. <laughs> Gonna be uh, cheering on uh, G Cole. No, except for that game. That game means nothing to me. Oh, actually, no. That game, I definitely want Houston to win because Garrett Cole left Houston for more money. So it'd be awesome if Houston beat him. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're going to have a White Sox-Rays ALCS. And I see the Rays. White Sox coming out. I just think they got more firepower. But oh, you never know with the Rays. Hello. Controversy. Uh, no, you're wrong. I definitely think that the Rays are coming out. Yeah, I, honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Rays came out just because of, like, who knows how they get this good every year. Boggles everyone's minds, but it's entirely possible you could be right. But I really would. I think I think the White Sox have it this year. So mark my words, mark Simon's words. Come back to us. Uh, Simon, on the NL side, we will be having... A wild card game of the Dodgers. The Dodgers in the wild card game. The Dodgers, Simon. And honestly, I'm happy about it. They had 106 wins, and they're still playing in the wild card game. That's insane. Makes me happy. Would love for them to lose. Dodgers are probably my least favorite team in baseball. Just for the Why? record. What what um, connection do they have to DeGrom? Oh come on! Are you serious? Is there a connection? No, it's not. But you're just you're funny. Um, Did they? No, what, I just say something I think bad they buy about their one game no. in like 2015. What was it, Jacob? 
I once saw them get a hit off him. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, to me, the Dodgers uh, are like the Lakers. They buy their wins. Um, and like the Yankees. Oh. With like a, how, what even is their payroll? It's like $265 million. It's something ridiculous. It's something ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. And like, I just, it bothers me that like, they're just, always, always, always yeah. good. And that's, to be honest, it's not much fault of their own, but yeah, for me, and I hate Dodger fans because I feel like they're all like Laker fans, just absolute bandwagoners. Yep, I agree. You can, yeah, you can, you can quote me on that, Simon. Laker fans equals Dodgers fans, all equals bandwagoners. Who do you think is going to take that game, though? If I'm being realistic, I don't see how the Dodgers lose that game, yeah, Simon. I, I know agree. the Angels are the Cardinals are the hottest team in baseball. The Dodgers are had both? 16 more wins in them are, in the regular season. Are both wildcard games tomorrow? No. No, tomorrow is the AL. The day after is the NL. Okay, okay. And then the Divisional Series starts the next day. Damn, that's quick. Yep. And then, so the other Divisional Series, the winner of that game, uh, goes on to play the Giants. So we could have a Giants-Dodgers um, playoff match. Man, Giants cool. are a team? Giants won the NL West. That's why the Dodgers are a wildcard team. Have you not been hearing about that race? We haven't really talked about it at all. No, I, the NL doesn't exist on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, the, the Giants had an are unreal it? year. They came out of nowhere. Um, Who's on that team that's good? Yeah, I don't think y'all know any of the players. Um, Absolutely know, not. Do you know Buster Posey? Yes, I've heard of him before. Yeah, Buster Posey, Brandon Bell, Mike Stremski. Nope. Uh, Brandon Crawford. You're making those names up. I'm not making them they up. Don't exist. Um, That's fantastic, though. Who do you think is going to win that series? So you think Dodgers are coming <sighs> yeah. out of the wild card? Dodgers versus Giants. Yeah, um, I would. I think, man, the Giants just have it this year. The Giants look no way. Really I'm good. down. I'm a Giants fan now. This is so yeah, exciting. No, Giants are. Yeah, no. I'm. Are you yeah, a Giants want... fan too? Is this a Giants podcast now? I don't know. Like. Again, I hate the Dodgers, so anyone who goes against them automatically turns for the other team, but it'd just be a great story because the Giants are full of like old vets. No one expected them to be anywhere near a playoff spot. This team, they finished with the best record in baseball, Simon. Best record in baseball. Oh, they got Chris Bryant. You know Chris Bryant. They yeah, traded for Chris him Bryant. at the deadline. Um, but Simon, I think the Giants have the best chance of any to take down the Dodgers, and I think they do that in the ALDS. Or the NLDS, and then the other uh, series going on in the NL is the Braves versus the Brewers. Thoughts on that series? Who? <laughs> the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. Braves? I have no idea. I have no context. No idea yeah, what's okay. happening. Um, what do you think? Okay. I'll trust the your Braves. Opinion. Simon, the Braves are without their best player. Who got um, hurt again? I saw the hit. Ronald Acuna Jr.? Yeah, it was in the outfield. Ouch. Yeah, uh, so he's a pretty important player to them. I don't see them going all the way without he's him. He's like their team's Vladdy, right? Yeah, he's like him. He's in that conversation with like and Tatis and yeah 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 and they're Soto. like the three yeah. faces of the MLB the four the four and there's Juan Soto in there too forgetting about Soto oh yeah yes yeah, so the second best hit uh, hitter in the 
in the world. Yeah, Vladdy. So, I think, you know, without him, the Braves ultimately can't go the distance. Um, and Milwaukee in a five-game series has probably the best three-man rotation in the MLB. Um, and they're guys that aren't big names at all, and I'm not sure. I'm, I think, you know, probably Corbin Burns you've heard about. Carbon Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and um, Freddie Peralta have all had unbelievable seasons, and I'm fairly certain in a five-game series they sweep the Braves with those three guys in the hill. So, do you agree? Do you concur? Uh, Jacob, I completely agree with what all of your opinions regarding this series. I have okay. no choice but to agree. <laughs> okay. Um, so, that would leave us with the Brewers and the Giants. I got the Giants, Simon. Yeah, so do I. I'm a Giants okay. fan now. Nice. I love that. Love to hear that. Um, also, probably the nicest park I've ever been in. I think I mentioned that in this pod before. But it's probably you've probably re- repeated it at least six or seven times at this point now. Have I really? When did you go? Why? Why were you in San Francisco? Have, have I really said five or six times? It's it's pretty. Pretty like reoccurring, yes. I feel like that's I feel like that's um not really true, but okay. Why do you like? I don't know if that's true that you've said that that I've said that so many times. Pardon me. I don't think that's true, and I disagree. Okay. Well, we'll ask the six potters. Well, ask the community. (laughs) Um. Uh, But then I mean, I got the. I got the White Sox taking it over the Giants in the World Series. Damn. Who do you Would you have? be down for a White Sox World Series? Would that be kind of yeah. cool or no? Yeah, those are probably that's probably the team I'm going for too. Um Yeah. I love like they got that they have that similar Jays energy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where but... they're like the guys just have a lot of fun. They got people out here making plays. They got a potent lineup, so I'm excited to watch them. Player. That's a that's a great question, Simon. Um, they have arguably the guest best catcher in baseball. They have a top three first baseman. They have just they, I don't know. Simon, they have a great bottom to top lineup. It's hard to pinpoint a person. Jose Abreu is very productive. He's had five 30 home run, 100 RBI seasons since he's been in the league, which is, is fairly impressive. Um, but like Eloy Jimenez can just hit the ball. Tim Anderson can hit the ball. Yasmani Grantal, like I said, probably the best catcher in the league. It's um, it's a deep lineup, but there's not really a weakness, but there's not really that guy you have to watch out for too. Anyway, Simon, thanks everyone for for coming by today. Thanks for the listen. Uh, We appreciate it. And have a great week. We'll see you guys next time. Barnes.